Happy Wednesday, guys. And it is another podcast episode. I'm not going to lie. It's like almost 9 p.m. I honestly did not feel like just talking today. Um, it's been like a roller coaster of emotions, like happy and then like, you know, just life throwing things at me and just choosing to stay grounded, like allowing myself to feel what I got to feel, but really just trying to focus on solutions as much as I can. Um, and that's kind of what today's podcast is kind of about, about obstacles, right? When life is throwing obstacles at you, losses, right? Obstacles, loss, challenges, how to actually stay grounded through the storm and even turn it into an opportunity or, you know, a, to shift your perspective, um, on it. So that way you can see things differently, have more peace in your life and not spiral. Cause you know, I think the number one time when most people tend to spiral is when life is just throwing them one thing after another. Right. I mean, we're human, right. But if you can just be 1% more grounded, right. And, and just feel like, you know, you need to surrender, but it just feels so hard. Like if that can feel a little bit easier, I'm sure it will just bring so much peace into your life when, when life is, you know, being chaotic or whatever. So I want to talk about today, turning obstacles into opportunities. And what I mean by this is it doesn't mean that the things that the circumstances that we go through in life are just automatically going to be like these great things and, you know, just be positive about it. It's not necessarily just being positive about it. It's more so accepting and acknowledging the initial, maybe negative or uncomfortable emotion that a circumstance in your life may bring up for you. But then instead of letting it spiral and, and falling into victimhood and feeling bad for yourself and inaction and losing motivation and just completely sabotaging yourself fully, how can we break that, you know, uh, sequence while we're kind of going in it and take control of our thoughts, take control of our mind? surrender and see things differently. Because again, it's not about just being like, oh, like look on the bright side or just being like, well, look at all the things I'm grateful for. Like, yeah, look at practicing gratitude is a really great way to change your perception on situations, but it's also simply shifting the way that you are going about thinking about the situation, shifting the stories that you're telling yourself about a certain situation or thing in life. Okay. So maybe in your health and fitness journey, you're telling yourself all these stories about how you're not capable and how you're never going to get to where you want to be and how some people it just comes easy to them. And for you, it's like whatever sob stories you're telling yourself, right? (laughs) We all tell ourselves these stories and it, it pushes us into victimhood. Like it really does. I was doing it today and I'm just like laying on the couch, like feeling so bad for myself. And then, you know, it's okay to like, let yourself feel what you're feeling. But then I was just like, go get up, get up. Like, you know what to do to take action and take control, take your power back. Right. But 
the first part of being able to change the way you perceive situations is first understanding that there's only really two ways you can perceive situations. You can perceive situations from a place of fear, and then you can perceive situations from a place of love. Now, again, use discernment with everything that I'm saying, guys, because there's so many different situations on the spectrum. Like, for example, if your basic needs aren't getting met then and you're living in survival, that's a little bit different because you're in survival mode, right? But like, let's just say day-to-day stuff, you know, things are happening, just like this thing happens and this thing happens and this thing happens and you're just feeling like, oh my God, it's always something, right? Well, you can either look at it like that and just live in a negative space every day, or you can choose to control of your mind and choose to be open to seeing things differently. And I think that's the biggest part because if you can go, okay, I am feeling really anxious about this, or I am kind of falling really into negative self-talk or I'm spiraling right now. Where do you need to apply compassion? Where do you need to apply grace? Where do you need to apply forgiveness? Because that is the key. That is what is going to set you free. That is what surrender is, right? Fear, limitation, and control is, and logic, like just trying to like, you know, logicalize things. I don't even know if that's a word, but just like the inner critic, the inner skeptic, all of that is a resistance to love, right? And God, the universe source really is at its core, the consciousness of love, unconditional love and peace and joy and fulfillment. And when logic, limitation, control is ruling your life, then there is a resistance to that ever flowing stream of well-being that you always have access to but we cut we cut off the source we cut we cut ourselves off from that source by resisting right so how can we overcome this how can we shift the first thing is checking in with your body checking in with yourself, like actually taking a second to check in with how you're feeling in your body. Because usually what tends to happen is we get triggered and then the uncomfortable emotions start to rise up. And then we try to distract ourselves or we try to work through it or we try to just put on a show to try to suppress it. Or you might start craving ice cream or craving a glass of wine or alcohol, just anything to numb the pain or numb the discomfort, right? But all of this is really doing is just stuffing it down more and more and more until it's projected out onto other people or projected out into your reality. So you continue to attract it until you deal with it or you're projecting it out onto your body, right? Or to yourself. What I mean by project is basically to whatever is happening inside because it's not getting out, your body finds other ways for it to get out. A good analogy I can kind of relate this to that I kind of just thought of right now is like, 
let's say you're not drinking water, you're not eating, you know, healthy, whole nutritious foods like fruits and vegetables and protein and carbohydrates, and you're not really taking care of yourself and your body really doesn't, and you're not exercising. Let's just say like all the things. And let's just start to say like your are you start to break out because of this, right? It's like, because you're not releasing toxins through exercise and stress management and, you know, eating healthy foods, your body has to get rid of the toxins somehow. And sometimes that may show up through your skin, right? Like it's the acne starts to come up, right? Because it, it has to come out somehow, right? And sometimes it'll manifest as like legit autoimmune issues or like literal cells overgrowth, like cell overgrowth, right? So like this is how energy manifests in other ways when we are not releasing that energy, which is why it's so important to cry, right? And to journal and to brain dump or pull up your voice memo and talk or vent and exercise and like, you know, get the energy out, right? So a lot of times we, and this is what we do with a lot of our clients is we support them in learning how to check in with their body and their mind. So that way they can cope in a healthy way, then shift their thoughts. And then, yeah, is the situation shitty? Yeah. But they at least feel just a a little bit grounded. They at least feel like they're going to be okay. They at least feel like they're in control of something. Right. And, and we do this through a couple of steps and let's continue moving on so we can keep going through the steps. But again, guys, the first thing to do is check in with your body, check in with yourself, legit, take a second to just breathe and bring your attention and notice how your body's feeling. Where are you more tense or is your neck tense? I know for me, like, you know, when I'm feeling really like kind of stressed or, you know, things are going on and life is getting chaotic, I tend to I tend to personally hold a lot of energy in my neck and in my traps. And so I get really tense up there. Like it's just, it's just always fucking tight in my neck and my traps, right? Like I have to constantly make sure that I'm breathing properly in my posture and that I'm like, it's just always like, that is usually what is tightest for some people. It may be your gut health, right? Like maybe you find that when you get really stressed, you get really bloated or constipated, right? That's another sign. Maybe for you, you tend to stress eat or emotionally eat, or like you, you just get cravings. Like, let's just say when you're checking in with your body, you notice that you're like craving ice cream, like really, really bad. It's almost like you just need something to like numb, like just give you dopamine hits. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with like some comfort ice cream here and there, but like if it's all the time, right? Like, um, that's you, you could probably come up with a better coping mechanism than I've been there. So I understand. Um, but check in with yourself. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Like really physically? How do you feel in your body? Mentally? How do you feel? Like, what is the the first word that comes to mind? Right. Then from there, after you check in with yourself, I think there's so much value in just getting your thoughts out you don't know how many times where I just like ignored brain dump journaling or guys, you don't have to like sit down and write on paper. You can journal. I've honestly been a really big fan of journaling on my laptop and like typing in a word document. 
You can do voice memo. There's no right or wrong way to go about journaling. It's just really about getting your thoughts out of your head and onto actual paper or just out, like just out, like onto something. So that way you can digest it and process it versus keeping it all back and repressing it and then feeling anxious or overwhelmed or paralyzed into inaction. So observe your thoughts, check in with your body, check in with your mind, then kind of just word vomit or brain dump. Like what's kind of like what's coming up for you? Like what's coming up for you? And you will know what to like say and write. Like you, you will, you will. If you just give yourself time, don't rush yourself. Sometimes putting on music helps me kind of write out my thoughts more. Maybe for you, a better idea is like going on a walk. Like I know for me, going on a walk really helps me clear my mind, right? So, you know, do whatever works best for you. But essentially we're checking in with ourselves. We're becoming aware of how we're feeling and what's going on. And then we get it all out. Then from there, we can shift our thoughts. So let's say for an example, um, you know, I'm going to use health and fitness as an example because it's the easiest for me right now. Let's say you are really working towards a fitness goal and then you are really stressed out. You're not managing your stress very well and you just fall off track for like three weeks. You just completely just fall off track. You're not going to the gym. You're not, you know, mindful with your nutrition. You're just completely like way off track. And then because of that, you're a little bit more bloated, puffy. You just don't feel good about yourself. So then you start telling yourself stories like, oh, like I suck. Like, how could I literally waste so much time? Like, I'm never going to get to where I want to be. Like, I always do this, like just really going into that state. And then you start to go into victimhood of like, oh, like, I just feel like it's so hard. Like, why can it be so easy for other people? Just like the whole shabam. And then this type of thinking is, it's making you spiral. It's making you feel less and less motivated. You're feeling worse. You're feeling like just, you're, you're basically driving yourself into a hole. Okay. So what you would do in this situation is you would catch yourself. You go, Hmm. Okay. I catch myself. I see that this is what I'm saying. Take a second, breathe, check in with yourself. How am I feeling right now? What triggered this? Allow yourself to like process and, and feel like the things you need to feel, but then shift it. Universe, God, ask the universe for support in, in the terms of that you are open to looking at things differently. I think that's a really big key because if you're not open to looking at things differently, then your ego is always going to get in the way. But when I say out loud, universe, however you, you know, identify your higher power, whatever resonates with you, universe, I am open to seeing things differently. Help me to see things differently. Right. And then from there, what we're not looking for is to feel automatically better. What we do want to do though, is look for the closest 1% better feeling emotion than what you're feeling right now. Lexi, what do you mean by that? Well, I want you to Google, uh, what is it called? It's, I want you to Google the emotional frequency scale. That should pull it up. Okay. Google the emotional vibration chart or the emotional frequency scale. And what this is going to do is going to show you basically like a scale, uh, basically a chart of uh, our emotional, our emotions and their vibrations on an electromagnetic field. 
So everything is energy. Everything is made up of molecules and cells and atoms. You break that down. It's all energy, right? So we are made up of energy. Emotions are simply energy in motion. So our emotions are actually our guidance system. They're our compass to being able to identify what is triggered and how we can shift it. So going back to the emotional frequency scale, let's say the, like what you're feeling right now is fear, right? Like you're in a contracted state, you're feeling fearful, you're feeling doubt, right? Then you don't want to like, like, it's not realistic for you to just go to like super happy. Like you're not just going to go and just like snap your fingers, do a little bit of journaling and then just feel hundred percent better. But what we do want to feel is maybe just like a little bit more neutral. Like maybe you don't feel as scared and as spirally, but you feel a little bit more tired and just a little bit more, just slightly sad. That's a win. That means we're shifting here, right? Because shifting doesn't mean going from sad to completely happy. There's power in feeling not the most highest powerful emotions, right? But if we can just feel just 1% better, that means that we're shifting. It means that we're shifting out of that state and we're getting our power back slowly, but surely, right? And this all comes back to perception guys. So, um, so when we feel our feelings and we're shifting, we just want to like reach for just like a little bit better. Right now, our thoughts are so powerful because our thoughts around and the, around the circumstances usually make the circumstance be made out to be a million times more serious than it needs to be. Right. Like you could get a flat tire and then something else happens and something else happens. Like dependent on your stress levels, right? Because we have to also keep in mind that like, you know, if your stress is extremely high, some of that is a little bit out of your control, right? Like you gotta manage your stress, bring yourself down. But if you are also letting your thoughts just run wild, you're probably making it a million times worse than it needs to be, right? I remember I used to drive home from South Beach all the way up to Coral Springs, which for those who aren't in South Florida, that is literally probably two hours of traffic every single day and the worst drivers in the world. And like after a long shift. Okay. And I remember I used to feel so upset every single day. So angry, so pissed, so frustrated. And I used to just tell myself, oh, I'm so impatient. Like I can't help it. Like it's just the way I am. And then I I received like a thought and it was like, is this how you want to live? Like you can't change the fact that this traffic's going to, it's going to be like this every day. So are you just going to like, you're just going to live like this. You're just going to be like a grump and like, so like feel like shit every single day because this is what it is. Right? No, I I'm choosing to shift. I can't control the traffic. I can't control that there was an accident. I can't control that I got a flat tire. I can't control that, you know, all these things were going on and it threw me off track on my fitness journey. What I can control though is, is the stories that I tell myself that I repeat that I let run wild in my mind. And what I can control is my reaction. I'm sorry. You either have a reaction or you have a response. A reaction is impulsive. It's like, 
you know, you're, you're not paying attention to your emotions. You're not paying attention to your body. You're not really staying in awareness or staying present. So then you just like are reacting to everything in life and you're a victim. Whereas when you're responding, you have an obstacle thrown at you, you get a challenge thrown at you and you go, okay, okay. This feels kind of shitty, but okay. You know, let me take a deep breath. Let me take a second here. Let me gather myself. Breathing is huge for this guys. Like I used to have anger issues bad. And I think it was a slight alcoholic to be honest. Um, and I was able to literally gain power over my mind through focusing on responding versus reacting. So taking a second to actually connect with my body and breathe, breathing, like literally breathing is so powerful. Just do you know how like good that makes you feel? It just slows your body down. Okay. It takes you out of fight or flight. Like scientifically guys, I'm not just saying you to breathe for the fuck of it. Like when you breathe, you are quite literally activating your parasympathetic nervous system and bringing your body out of fight, flight, freeze mode into a state of rest and digest. Okay. There's it's like, there's plenty of uh, s- studies on how breathing is power. Br- breath is life. Okay. So when we breathe and we just take a second, just take a second then you can give a response. You can respond to life instead of being dragged by life. And you take your power back. Because believe it or not, guys, you have the power, but we give it away every single day. Now, Everybody has their own journey, guys. So don't beat yourself up. It takes time to reprogram certain parts of your mind and release limiting beliefs and practicing surrender and turning obstacles into opportunities, loss into lessons. But a simple shift, remember that 1%, notice the little shifts because they mean so much. We all experience loss in life. But I think we also all can take life a little bit too seriously sometimes. You know what makes me feel really fucking good about, honestly, like when I get like shit thrown at me, like obstacles and challenges, roadblocks and experience loss, is just that we're all going to die one day. Like this life is literal, temporary experience. And like, we're not always going to be here. And so in the grand scheme of things, I'm going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And even if I were to write down the worst case scenario, I know I'll figure it out. You'll figure it out, girl or guy, whoever's listening. You got this. We're all be I. You got somewhere, you know, like. It'll all be okay. We literally thought the world was ending a couple years ago. And now like, we're all fine. Like it's always doomsday in our head. Right. 
I would also say that if you really, really struggle with like fear and limitation and all of that, look at your environment and your, and your like lifestyle and, you know, your mental diet as well. Like, do you watch the news every day or like, are you always like, is, is your TikTok or social media like doomsday? Like, do you have very negative people in your life? Like that you like keep around, you know, like how's your environment? Because that will make it significantly harder, you know? Um, and that's why a lot of times like having your own like spiritual awakening can be pretty lonely sometimes, uh, because of that, but you don't have to be alone. Um, and you're not alone. You do have, you're always taken care for. And you do, I think there's so much power in learning how to manage your own emotions for your own self and manage your stress. So that way life doesn't take control of you, but you can take control of your thoughts and respond to things. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy guys. Like I've had shit like hit the fan for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's just like, Oh, like, uh, you know, like I'm allowed to feel the way that I feel like right now I feel, you know, at moments I feel very defeated. I feel discouraged. I'll feel like, like questioning, am I on the right path? Questioning, should I be doing this? Questioning, is there an easier path, right? Like questioning everything. But I know that, you know, my actual intuition, the core of it is that, The, the absolute core of it is that this is a part of the process and this is a part of my growth and that you can't, you can't reflect on things three steps forward, but you can reflect on things three steps back. So I think that's like a quote by Albert Einstein or something, but like, it's basically like, oh no, you can't connect the dots going forward you can only connect the dots going backward. So what this means is like you ever like went through something in life and you didn't know why it was happening and it felt like everything was falling apart, but then time passes by, you eventually look back and you realize what you actually learned from it and that you actually had to go through that situation in order to get to where you were today. Like it never fails. Like I've quite literally, I haven't, you know, Honestly, like even like the most tragic situations, it makes us into something more stronger, more resilient, have more character, more strength. And you can let it be more strength, more character, more resilience, more perseverance, or you can let it be more defeat, more victimhood, more lack, more fear. And that's really up to you. And if you're struggling to do it on your own, again, tap into that higher power. God, universe, source, higher self, whatever. <laughs> Let me see this in a different way. I am open. I surrender. Let me see this differently. I want to see this differently because the way that I'm going about this is not fucking helping me. And I promise if you stay open, like we're always guided regardless. We're always guided, even when you don't feel like you are. So <clears throat> that is kind of like the gist. But, you know, in the loss are lessons, guys. And again, you're valid to feel the way that you feel. But there's so much power in getting curious and going, okay, this is happening. This is what's happening in my life. 
what can I learn from this instead of why me? What can I take from this? If I can take anything, um, how can I shift this? Everything is figure outable. Every there's not one problem or challenge in this universe that does not come with a solution. It's impossible. You can't have you can't have one opposite without it's you know other opposite. If that makes sense, you know, like with every problem there is a solution. Sometimes we're just not open to the opportunity. We can't see it clearly. We can't see it within our own perception, but it's there. Just have to be open to shifting those losses, those op- those obstacles into opportunities for growth, for shift, for evolution, for forgiveness, right? Because like maybe actually all the shit you're going through is actually an opportunity for you to give yourself more unconditional love, give yourself more grace forgive yourself, forgive other certain people in your life, not for the sake of them, but for the sake of you and move forward with grace. We're in this together, guys. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you're not alone and life doesn't come without its obstacles, but obstacles really are opportunities and there are so many lessons in the loss. And it's up to you to choose if you're open to seeing things differently and to giving yourself the unconditional love that you deserve because you were born worthy. And that's all for today, guys. I'm glad I did this podcast episode. And again, if you got value from this, it means so much for me to hear your feedback. It lets me know that, you know, I'm making an impact and you guys are actually getting value from this and it it helps motivate me to continue these conversations as well. Share this with a friend or anybody who would benefit from this. Love you all. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.